An entitled Karen demands that we let her walk through a fatal crime scene. Things got incredibly tense when she refused to move and demanded that we moved instead. Here's what happened. So it was around 11 o'clock p.m. on a Saturday night, and I'm sitting at home just getting ready to go to bed. I am an on-call tow truck operator and figure I'll be going out early the next morning. Right as my head hit the pillow, my two-way radio alerted me, and someone on the other side asked me if I was still awake. They said that they've got one car accident in the next town over and that the police department wants it expedited. After a roughly 20-minute drive, I'm headed out of this small town looking for the accident, and that's when I see it. The coroner and forensic vans parked in the road amongst a dozen squad cars. And it was at that moment that I knew that this was going to be very dark. I will spare you the details, but some people were involved that were definitely under the influence and driving at the same time. A lot of injury and a lot of ruin, especially when it came to the car. So after I surveyed the scene, I set up my truck, and I got to work coordinating with the people on the site to remove the vehicle from the ditch as well as to preserve as much evidence as possible. And it was no sooner when I finally got things hooked up and was about to use my truck to get things going that I hear frantic beeping of a car horn. I turn around and directly behind me is a woman who looks to be in her early 40s who is now just holding the horn down, letting it blare nonstop as she is just yelling out of her window. But I ignore her. I turn around and I go back to my job and I'm just wondering how this entitled Karen had gotten past the police roadblock that was roughly a third of a mile up the road at the nearest intersection just to try and keep traffic like this out of the area. As I'm slowly maneuvering this 8,000-pound vehicle from the road onto its side, the honking stops. Maybe eight seconds later, I feel a hand grab my shoulder and attempt to spin me around. As a side note, I'm 6'3 and I'm 280 pounds, so there's absolutely no way this 40-something-year-old woman, who is maybe 5'4 in total, is ever achieving the goal of turning me around. I let out a sigh as I stopped what I'm doing and looked to the sky with my eyes, asking every god I can think of for the strength to not go off on this lady. I turn around and I look at this lady and I say, ma'am, the road is closed. You need to leave. The Karen cuts me off before I could go any further and she says, I don't care what you have to say. Just get out of my way. I am running late. After she said this, I was extremely annoyed and I just talked over this entitled Karen and explained that there had been a very tragic car accident and that she needs to leave. But she would not let up and she just kept saying, excuse me, I live right there. She points back behind her vehicle and I have to use this road to get where I'm going. You will move your truck right now or I'm calling the police. By this time, the forensic crew has heard all the yelling over the loudness of my truck idled up and one of them walked over and engaged with this lady. The entitled Karen starts off by saying, which one of you is the manager? This stupid man won't move his stupid truck and let me through. I'm calling the police. And after she said this, she was actually holding the phone to the side of her head and talking to what we would later find out was 911. The forensic officer tried to explain that they are the police, but this Karen cut him off again and said, I don't want to hear any more of your stupid excuses. Now move your truck now. But the forensic officer just stifled a chuckle and said, ma'am, if you don't get in your car right now and leave this crime scene, you will be arrested. And just as this officer finished saying this, a squad car came screaming down the road from the same direction that the entitled Karen came from and stopped behind her vehicle. The officer hopped out of his car and the very first words he said were this Karen's Miranda rights. At this point, the entitled Karen screamed, kicked, and swore that everyone else should be arrested and even tried to spit on me at one point. By the time it was all done, her other charges were obstruction, assault on an officer, misuse of 911, 
and interfering with an investigation. She took a deal that netted her 18 weeks in the county jail. However, as icing on the cake, I did tow her car as well. Monday morning, I met her husband, and he couldn't have been more embarrassed as he apologized over and over as he paid me, and then inspected the vehicle and signed off that we didn't damage it. The impound cost roughly $600 as it was police-initiated, after hours and with storage. So hopefully this was worth it for this entitled Karen. All I can really say is that this entitled Karen definitely had this coming. She literally tried to interrupt a police investigation, all so she could get down the road in the middle of the night. How disgusting do you have to be to act like that? It's great that the police stepped up and did exactly what they needed to do to get this lady out of the way. So maybe next time she'll think twice before acting so entitled and expecting everybody and anybody to get out of her way. My girlfriend acts completely different when she is around her friends, and it's really starting to bother me and confuse me. I need advice to understand how I should take this situation, but I'm currently in a serious relationship with my girlfriend of over a month, and we've been dating since May. When she is around me, she acts very well-mannered, innocent, and respectful. Well, last night, I got a bit of a shock when she had her friends down for a gathering for her birthday, and it was the first time she drank around me since I've known her. Her friends pretty much influenced her to drink last night, since she doesn't drink anymore, and I saw a side of her that I'm not used to or even know. Here's just some of the things that happened that really kind of bothered me, and it ended up with us having an argument about it later once her friends left. For starters, her friends were telling me that she gets wild when she drinks. Her friends that were a couple were sharing a few stories about her when she drinks and the wild things she does. This made me feel very uncomfortable because it showed me she loses control when she drinks, especially if she were to drink when I'm away at work. In fact, we were playing a drinking game and she started bringing up some really scandalous situations that she's been in while under the influence. And she was doing this just to try and gloat in front of her friends. And my girlfriend wanted to go into more detail about it, but even her friends didn't respond and didn't want her to go any further. And I was pretty hurt over this situation. I felt it was very inconsiderate to be boasting about past intimate experiences that you've had in front of your partner. And this is just one of many things that came up last night. And I guess that last night was just a shock to me to see and hear this side of her. I understand those are her best friends, but if I were to bring my girlfriend around my friends and if they brought up inappropriate conversations that would go in a direction that would disrespect my partner, I would immediately shut it down or not talk about it. I wouldn't go about boasting about it. I guess I'm just really confused that this innocent and sweet person when she is around me has a completely different side when she is around her friends. Also, if these friends get her to drink and she can't control herself, it makes me worried because sometimes she likes to go out dancing with her friends at the club. At the end of the night, after her friends left, I left because I was pretty upset at how I saw this side of her, but I came back to try and talk to her. And when we had this discussion, she was super defensive and very dismissive about how these things made me feel very uncomfortable. And she pretty much told me to go find someone else and left. And while she may have still been drunk in the moment, I'm still completely shocked and I don't know what to do. This is a really unfortunate situation because I think you've seen her true self. The fact that she said, if you don't like it, you can break up with me is really, really toxic. Yeah, she was a little bit drunk, but you know what? It's better to know this now than to find out later that she got drunk and messed around with somebody. She clearly cannot control herself when she gets under the influence, and that most definitely does not have to be your problem. I also think that maybe it's time to have some kind of conversation with her when she's sober and not under the influence. People's personalities can shift when they're drinking, and they can become something that you're not completely used to. But you need to talk to her about this and say, hey, last night you basically broke up with me, and this was all over me complaining about your drinking habits. And then I would 
would clarify what she actually meant last night, despite the fact that she was drunk. So hopefully that conversation goes well. But to be completely honest, if she comes off as defensive, as well as dismissive like she was last night, then that might really be how she feels. And if that's the case, I would just move on and find somebody who does care about you. My girlfriend is still friends with her ex-boyfriend, and I honestly can't find a way to be okay with this, and I'm not sure what to do. I have been dating my girlfriend for not that long, but we have been seeing each other for quite a while. For context, we didn't make it official earlier because I had made it clear from the beginning that I would be moving away due to work and wasn't enthusiastic about long-distance dating, but have since tried to make it work long-distance. So because of that, we made it official right before I left. She plans to move up with me, but that is yet to happen. I have recently struggled to find peace with my girlfriend's continued friendship with her ex, despite telling me not to worry about it. They had dated for two years. My girlfriend and her ex have been broken up for a while, but still see each other and have spent some quality time together well after they had broken up, and this was all before I met my girlfriend. She's tried to compare her friendship with her ex to my friendship with my female best friend, who I have known since the second grade. I don't believe this to be a fair comparison, as my best friend and I have no history of dating together. She also isn't very comfortable with me being so close to my best friend. She had seen him the week after I had moved away and insists that I knew about it when I have no recollection of ever even talking to her about it. When I asked her about how many times she had seen him since we'd been together, she gave me three different answers, all of which didn't include the one time I did actually know they met up, which she had forgotten. Apparently on that particular day, she said she was going with a friend, but didn't specify that it was her ex-boyfriend, which I didn't find out until much later. She says she only keeps in contact with him because he initiates it, and that she cares about his well-being, but I still don't feel okay with this. I know I don't really have any justification to not trust her, but I don't believe feelings just go away. They had a pretty toxic relationship, which has negatively affected our relationship, so I truly feel like she has not let go all the way. How do I let go of this feeling of distrust? What can I do to try and trust my girlfriend again? Because honestly, I'm at a loss. I've got to be honest, a lot of red flags have jumped up because of this. She has not told you about two separate times when she went to see this ex-boyfriend, and it seems like she cares more about his well-being than your peace of mind. Like she's going to see this guy knowing that you do not like him and that you really don't trust this guy. It's also kind of alarming how she's very dismissive towards your feelings, and she's really trying hard to justify seeing this ex, and that's just not fair for you. You've clearly made your feelings known, and you've said, hey, this makes me incredibly uncomfortable. Can you please stop getting in contact with him? But her response just blows my mind, to be honest. She essentially shifts the blame to him, as if she has no choice in the matter, basically implying that she only goes to see him because he initiates the visit. But she's still driving there. She's still going to see him physically. It's just really sketchy overall. So I think your concerns are completely valid. This just does not look good. So I think you really need to take a good look at your relationship with your girlfriend. Because if she's not even willing to meet halfway with you on this, then this is really going to cause problems in the future. My girlfriend is telling me that I can't have friends at my new workplace, all because she is overthinking the situation. And I honestly don't know what to do. I have been with my girlfriend for three and a half years. Lately, I have been noticing that she has been really weird about me hanging out with other female friends or really any friends in general. She is really jealous of them, no matter if they're males or females. And I am a bit concerned. Since the beginning of our relationship, she has been having a problem with people I am meeting up with, no matter if they are friends, co-workers, or just anyone in particular. One month ago, I got a new job offer and I started being friends with a new company. Around 10 people work there, but I'm being friendly with especially three of them, two females and one male. And I just now am finding out she has a big problem with it. She asked me to stay 
stop meeting them so often and to interact with them less while I'm working. She's always been jealous of my old friends, whether they're male, female, non-binary, etc. And right now, I'm really getting concerned. She is accusing me of cheating on her, claiming that if I ever had the chance, even though I wouldn't do that, she says that I would do it. She doesn't trust me at all when it comes to explaining things, and she blatantly doesn't listen. She told me to not hang out with them at all, as well as to reduce my communication with them at the workplace, because it makes her overthink and question our relationship. And the thing is, some time ago, she was saying the same thing about my old co-workers, because we worked in the same group, and the women were interested in me, which I really don't think was the case, but she was convinced, so I had to stop talking to her. Currently, because of this, I only have one friend, and she is also kind of jealous of that, and I don't know if I can keep going on this way. I'm bored of just talking to my girlfriend 24-7, and I need new connections and people in my life. And it's really unfair because she can have friends, but I can't? I'm basically not allowed to, because if I do, she blames me for her overthinking, and then holds it against me that I'm even making new friends, saying that I agreed not to talk to them as much, and to try and keep my distance. So now I'm at a loss, and I'm just not sure what to do. This is really toxic and controlling behavior. The fact that your girlfriend is acting like this and refusing to allow you to have any friends in your life like at all is really weird to me, especially because she can have friends. Why is it that she can have friends outside of work and other responsibilities, but you can't? And anytime somebody says, oh, you're going to cheat on me if you have the chance, that's not only really gross and disgusting, but it also puts the partner in a weird position. Like, how can you possibly prove that you're not cheating on someone? Yeah, you can show your phone and stuff, but like, what else can you possibly do, especially when there's no concrete evidence or anything in general. This is all super hypocritical in my opinion. And if I was in your shoes, I would call her out on it. I would say, hey, you can have friends. Why can't I have friends? You literally just started a new job. It's going to look really weird and kind of sketchy if you decide to just be like, no, I'm not going to be your friend. Like, that's not going to be a good way to start off your new relationship with these people, especially if you're going to be working with them for the next several years. So I think it's time to have a serious conversation with your girlfriend. If she wants to make this work between the two of you, then you need to be able to have friends besides her. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure you love your girlfriend just as much as anyone would. But you need other people outside of that to have some kind of community and sense of self. So hopefully that conversation goes well. And hopefully your girlfriend can see that she's being incredibly hypocritical. My crazy neighbor keeps shining a flashlight into my apartment. And I don't know what to do about this. I'm really not sure what to do in this situation. I recently moved into an apartment with one of my friends. We are both young women in our early 20s. During the first few weeks, we noticed that someone would shine a purple light into our living room at night. We could never exactly pinpoint where it was coming from, and we assumed it was one of the kids that lived in the building across from us. It would stop for a couple of minutes when we went into our patio to investigate what was going on, but would begin again once we were sitting back on the couch. It was one of those things that was just kind of mildly annoying. Last week, my roommate got sick, so we have been isolating in our bedrooms and not spending time in the living room. My desk overlooks my window, and two nights ago, as I was closing up my curtains to go to bed, I noticed the same purple light shining on my desk. I just closed everything up and went to bed. Last night, I was at my desk again, and I happened to look at just the right time to see a grown man who's my neighbor, maybe in his late 20s, early 30s, shining a purple light into my face. I took a video of him and sent it to my roommate to make sure that this guy was actually my neighbor. This is something that's very annoying to me, and I'm not sure how to deal with this situation, and it's not very fair to me. I would like to be able to open my window for natural light and airflow, but I feel like I have to keep my windows closed because of this. I'm kind of hesitant putting up a sign in the window asking him to stop because it seems to me that he's just looking for a reaction. 
I mentioned it to my mom, and she recommended that I call the police to see if anyone else had reported something similar, but I'm really hesitant to do so. This is all so sketchy, and I just don't know what to do. In my opinion, if I was in your shoes, I would be calling the police to report this weirdo. They are shining a light in your house, not just to try and get a reaction out of you, but to see who's inside. And now this neighbor, this creepy, weird man, knows that there's two young women in that house. And that's it. That, in my opinion, is a giant red flag that this guy has ulterior motives. And it's just an invasion of privacy. It's trespassing. There are a lot of things that are wrong with what is going on. And this is not okay. So call the police and let them know what's happening. Tell them some weird man is looking through my window with a flashlight, checking out my apartment. Which, guess what? That's exactly what he is. Even if he's doing it from the road or your yard, it's not fair for you and it's not fair for any neighbors. And from my personal experience, when it comes to reporting disturbances at night, you're not going to get in trouble with the police. The most they can do is investigate and see what's going on. And you have video evidence to show that, hey, this guy's been doing this a lot. So in my opinion, maybe set up some cameras around your house and see if you can catch this guy in the act without having to stand at your window and watch him do it. But regardless, please be safe about this because this seems really creepy and I honestly would not let this slide. Today, I messed up by parking my girlfriend's car on the street and basically allowing it to get hit by another car. So my girlfriend lives about an hour away in a small town. She was going out of state for the weekend for her friend's bachelorette party and had to use the airport that's only a few minutes away from my apartment. We figured she would just pick me up from my apartment and I would drive her car back. All was going perfect. I had made her some coffee since she had to drive about an hour to be at my place by 5.30 in the morning. I dropped her off, then drove back to my apartment complex. Well, about a week ago, they had sent out a notice about guest parking and that apparently fines would be handed out to anyone parked in the complex who wasn't a tenant. They specifically said the road in front of the complex was the only area for guests to park. So, of course, that's exactly what I did. I went out of my way to make sure her car was parked on the right side of the road even. She was having such a great time over the weekend and we really opened up a lot to each other emotionally and talked about how excited we were to see each other at the airport. On her last full day of the trip, I had gone to run an errand and driving back, I saw that she had a green paper tucked under her windshield wiper. Initially, I was annoyed, thinking it was a warning sign or something to move her car because they specifically said that this was guest parking. I went to check it out and someone had hit her car. The paper was an incident report. Without even thinking about it, I sent her a picture of the damage and the papers on who to call and I feel like I just ruined her weekend. She's already so stressed about money and now she's worried her rates will go up and I feel absolutely terrible. What's even worse is the incident happened the day she left and I didn't even leave my apartment until two days later. I don't even understand how it happened because it's a wide street. It's even wide enough for at least four cars to fit on it. They hit the front of her car so whoever was driving had to literally have been all over the road but her car was the only one parked there and it feels like had I just moved it forward just a few feet this would have never happened. She's been acting a little distance since I told her about it and I really feel like I ruined the good time she was having. I go to pick her up in a few hours and the anxiety is eating away at me. I was really looking forward to rushing out to hug her and kiss her when I saw her but now I'm afraid she won't even want to talk to me on the drive back to her car. Honestly any advice on how to make this up would be great. I already told her that I could pay for repairs but with her rates going up I don't know how much it will help. Overall this weekend kind of got ruined and I'm not sure what to do about it. It sounds like to me that the original poster is being way too hard on themselves. This absolutely is not your fault. This is the fault of whoever hit their car and then ran off basically. He could have parked this in the most pristine spot ever and it still probably could have been hit. So I really don't think there's any reason for you to blame yourself for this happening. It was a freak accident. It happens. And she should totally talk to her insurance company. It's most definitely 
definitely not your fault. So maybe your insurance company can have some kind of plan associated with that because you have evidence to suggest that, hey, this was not my fault. My car was parked and I wasn't even there when the accident happened. I don't know. Maybe there's some nuance there, but I wouldn't give up hope. There's always a chance that the rates won't go up. But overall, if I was in the original poster shoes, I would not be blaming myself for this. This literally is not your fault and no one could have predicted that this would happen. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.